This is a Bandit Radio production. About 20 years ago, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with the gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns. It's the Home Dogs Podcast, where we feature our weekly picks for college football and the NFL. Remember, there's nothing better than betting on home dogs. Out of reading people's faces. Knowing what their cards were by the way they held their eyes. And if you don't mind my saying. All right, guys, welcome back to the Home Dogs Podcast. I am Maddie, and I'm here with the bear, Adam Barry. How are you, man? I've been great. I've been great. Wish I could say the same for our oh, week last week. We had a rough, but, we had uh, a rough week. I, I don't think we're the only ones, though. I'm watching a lot of these shows with all these pick guys' picks and stuff, and like Mincy, our boy Mincy, mm-hmm. he's not doing well. He was like two and four last week, and um, I think T Bob, I and mean, he's he's like a me. He's like T Bob is like an amateur better like me. Right. He's like two for seven, well, two two and seven. There's so always far, like there's always a great philosophical quote that you go to at times like this. <clears throat> it's from Big Sean. Last night we took an L, but tonight we bounced back. <laughs> there you go. So this week we're <laughs> bouncing back. We're Coming up with some dubs. All right, let's let's. What we'll do, guys, is we're gonna go over the um, last week's picks, and then we'll go through and talk about uh, this week's picks and kind of give our reasonings. But first, tell me a little bit about Bear Process Safety, Adam. You had some big things going on today. You said we've got some big things going on right now. We are actually doing uh, some digital safety review meetings, and that's with some international clients, so that's speaking you to... You said Europe, right? Where in Europe? Uh, in Belgium. Okay. And so we've got a team here in the United States. We're doing meetings digitally from our office, and then our clients are in Belgium. So uh, that, that makes for some interesting wake-up and knock-off <laughs> times, but... Uh, no language barriers at all? No language barriers. They all speak very good English. Good. Um, okay. If they want to talk about us, then they talk in Belgian, but... Uh, Everything's going good with that. So, yeah, you've talked about it before on the show, and uh, it really is uh, the model we have now, uh, even more so than before, allows us to work all across the country, all across the world. So uh, it's been awesome for us. Awesome, man. Um, Yeah, doing big things. And check out their social media game, too, uh, Bear Process Safety on Facebook, and then Bears in the Wild on Instagram. Uh, I love that name. And then BearPS.com. Not beards. Do not type in beards i think that goes to does it go to a bad place i don't know i don't but know not I, beards don't go to beards go to bear ps For anybody who's wondering it's not burps it's bear ps that's right it's not burps uh right. in the wild wild um all right so last week's picks i'll go through mine briefly uh i went one and two on my picks uh i had lsu minus 16 and a half we're not even going to talk about it unless you want to i don't really care i've, mm-hmm. I've talked a lot about it this week um, so that was a definitely a no-go. Miami minus 11 won that one. Uh, they looked far and away better than Florida State. They did. Uh, West Virginia plus six and a half. They, they didn't uh, do well against Oklahoma State. And then at my dog in the week, I had Army plus 13, and they just lost that one. I think they lost by 14. Um, so I didn't, didn't cover that one. All right, so you had mm-hmm. um, Kentucky. Plus seven and a half. Late fumble by Terry Wilson there killed that bet. Also, the non-touchdown. The the non-touchdown. They scored a touchdown. Um, They review it, say that he was still down, which I can't believe. Yeah, I don't. Next play, 
thank God this happened. But the next play, the interception to Auburn, the guy runs it all the way back. They say that, that uh, not only did he step out, but also there was, there a, was a, a, a bad hit on the play. Yeah, there was a uh, blindside, blindside block, yeah. So they didn't score on that, thankfully, but you but at still, least got gypped seven you're, points. You're right. They changed the entire complexion of the game because at that point, Kentucky's going to go in with the lead. Yeah. And instead, they're, I think they were down um, because I, I believe Auburn, Auburn yeah, ended right. up scoring on that. But I think it was like a, like a three-point game or something like that. And really, they never – you know, they moved the ball good in the second half, but they didn't really look the same. And, and then, right. uh, as I mentioned, a couple fumbles from Kerry Wilson late, and Auburn sealed that baby up. Auburn, um, their wide receivers look pretty good. Seth Williams, still still what he was last year. He's the go-to target for, for Bo, and he looked great. He yeah. looked great. Um, all right, you had Chargers minus six and a half. Who did that they play? W- that was a struggle all day. That was uh, – Panthers? Play the Panthers. They did. So what was uh, Chargers' offense? Offense just didn't move the ball. Didn't hmm. move the ball at all. And uh, they were up though most of the time, right? Uh, they were up early in the game. Panthers scored a couple touchdowns, and and then they just never uh, they never caught back up with them. They had some chances down in the Panthers' side, and they came away with field goals instead of tu- instead of touchdowns. So. so Washington football team, you had football team plus seven. That was winning until very late in the game, fourth quarter, and uh, it did not win. No. So, and then you had uh, Dog of the Week, Texas State plus 18. Got that did win. That did win. Who were they playing? Boston College, right? They were playing Boston College. They yeah, were. so that was only a three-point game, right? Uh, I think that was right. 24-21? That was a three-point game, yeah. The, co- the line was, I think, 18. Yes, yeah. 18. Uh, so thank God you got that one done because otherwise you were 0 and 3. <laughs> otherwise, it was pretty. I pretty was bad. 1 and 2. You were 0 and 3. Uh, B. Stu, he had Florida minus 13 and a half, won that one uh, by 16. Now that was closer than it should have been. Uh, he was texting me during the game where all of a sudden Ole Miss is getting yeah. one side kicks and stuff yeah. and like he's sweating it at the end, but uh, won that one. Uh, Giants plus four, that was a big. A uh, turd bomb from yeah. Danny Dimes. Uh, that was a no go the we whole way. All, we were all on that train. We thought <laughs> we were yeah. like, he's so confident about the yeah. Giants. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Ravens minus three. Um, I've learned my lessons. Don't bet against Patty Mahomes. I'm not huh? betting against Patrick Mahomes. I, t- I told you last week. We're going to talk about this later because I told, I, there's yeah. another pick coming that uh, we need to discuss. Dog of the week. He had Bengals plus four and a half, which covered. Um, they tied. Uh, right. So he was uh, one and two, just like me. Um, but he actually had his. So he actually won that one because his dog of the week covered. So a little bit better, but we all pretty much stunk last stunk week. Stunk it up. And is it because of the college right now? And like it's harder to predict predict some of these games. It feels like it's a little different this year. It does. I mean, normally by this time, you've seen every team play a couple times. Those teams have got a little bit of game under their belt, and you're just seeing some weird things. Teams playing their first game because some got pushed back, while other teams have played three games. And mm-hmm. who's starting where? You know, the LSU game was uh, was a prime example that I heard you and Jack talk about it this week. That you know you thought going into it, championship team, same coach, yeah, new coordinator, same scheme, that sort of thing, new coach, new scheme. You know, Mississippi State looked like they were more prepared. They were, they were, 
executing their game plan way better than we thought they would. Right. Uh, now, obviously, you had the the injuries and those sort of things, but um, yeah, how, are you, how are you going to how are you going to predict if a team's going to be more prepared than they than the right. other team? That's and it's just it's just it was interesting because I would say that in the SEC, um, in the SEC, even the games that were big wins. Missouri new coach looked better than we thought they were. Mm-hmm. They they covered. covered. Okay, Arkansas held with Georgia pretty good in the first half. Still blew it at the end. Still blew it at the end. The but goes. but in terms of playing the game in the beginning yeah. of the game, they looked better. They looked more disciplined than we thought they would. State obviously looked looked phenomenal. They threw the ball well. They they were running the offensive well. And as you mentioned, in the second half, uh, Ole Miss kind of picked it up. And really, they looked pretty good all game. Florida got some good plays from their receivers. Uh, Kyle Trask doing his best Drew Brees impersonation, throwing five-yard routes and letting Tony run up and down the field. But uh, <laughs> Oh, that's a, little, that's a little shot on Trask, huh? <laughs> Was that? That is a little shot on Trask, yes. That uh, Okay. I, I think – that that'll be for October, but I, I I think uh I think we'll see there that you know that's that's what that offense is about. I think we're gonna have to bring you on one team one podcast. I that's, don't know. That's what that offense is about. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, and Pitts Pitts just kind of takes over the game, but it I mean, how bad is Ole Miss's offense? I, that's the question I don't have the answer to yet, and you're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a second too because I don't trust their offense at all. They're they're I mean their defense. Sorry, I should say. Their defense was terrible. Um, yeah. Their offense is going up and down the field, but are they? Their defense was probably already outmanned and they're probably gassed at the end of the game. Well, and most uh, most of the Ole Miss beat writers and even Lane in some interviews this year has said, "Hey, we're going to need to score the football." Yeah, so, right. Um, I think that's the key thing to watch for there. That they're going to be fun watching some games. Mm-hmm. You might get some backdoor covers. Might sneak up on somebody uh, and win a game. Uh, that they shouldn't win, but uh, but yeah, you're going to be holding your breath with that defense, trying to get some takeaways or something like that. Uh, any thoughts on LSU before we get into our next week's picks? Um, I think they have a big bounce back this week. Uh, you're playing uh, you're playing a not as good Vanderbilt team as the team you just played. Now, the one thing I will say about Vanderbilt um, thing to watch for: Rosenthal might not play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard uh, today. Yeah, which, Cam Wire. Uh, Cam Wire is going to be playing. I heard Coach O talk about that. Um, I I think that's that's a little interesting. I mean, it is Vanderbilt. You would think. I don't know if they're going to move the ball well. I know we talked about it all week. I know we had high expectations and weren't the greatest expectations. Um, I know we were put in good favorable positions, but I still think some skilled position players for LSU made some plays. I think you see after week one, I would think you would see a little more John Emery. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little more Davis Price. So I think LSU is going to score. Um, the question is really, you know, how's Vanderbilt going to score the ball and can they protect him on that uh, left side? Yeah. Um, and, and does he look more comfortable? You you guys mentioned it that he just looked terrified in the first half. Uh, second half looked a little more poised, made some bigger throws. Um, hopefully Stingley back will kind of change that game. So – all the things that you guys have talked about this week, but I do expect a big bounce back. I don't know if I expect 21 points. If the line was around 17, I'd be a little more comfortable. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think saw it's, it's even going up further now. I think it's at 21 and a half now, which is even right. it's just and untouchable, I saw, right? I saw a couple guys are picking LSU still still had LSU at minus 21. I, I just don't know um, what they're looking at. Whenever the whenever somebody picks that, I, 
What did you see last week, and what, how are you justifying yourself in picking that? Well, because I think it's traditionally that if you look at um, if you look at Coach O, games after losses, mm-hmm. uh, his track record at LSU, they've always performed well after losses. A little bit oppo of the less miles trend. Right. Um, I think that a lot of people are seeing that uh, they're taking into account some that Derek Stingley being out last week made a big deal. Yeah. As you guys talked about at nauseum, you had – Ward had to play. He wasn't expected to play. You got the Evans kid out there. So this week they're thinking we're going to be a little more stable. Um, and because of that, Brennan's going to be putting a little bit of an easier scenario. To be honest, I I know you're going to hate this, but I think we I think we kind of go into our we're better than this team, make it easy throws, make it conservative a little bit more conservative I, I i don't think that's the way we should go but i do i'm, I'm hearing i, I i'm i'm open at this point i just want to see us be productive on offense um right. and then also not give up 600 yards on right. defense but i, I, I feel I, like that's unacceptable and i, I agree <laughs> and i would say that that uh but that mindset going in yeah. i think leads it to where you're going to control this game you know, I've taken all of my ideas from before the season and I've up. crumbled them up and I've thrown them you, in a trash you, bin. You remembered Arizona State 2005 yes. and you threw them away? Absolutely. Um, now, this is the complete reverse because we were playing, playing zone. We were playing zone. And all now, day. you know, what are we, we going to do? I could see us doing a lot of man-to-man on one side of the field with Stingley and maybe doing some kind of like different kind of zone look on the other side of the field because I still think you're going <laughs> to have an issue on the other side of the field. Ricks needs to be your corner on the right. other side. Flot didn't look great to me either. Didn't look great. Ricks got burnt on one play very badly. He went for the pick. Yeah, when he jumped and got up, burnt. But right. then made the pick on the other made play. Made the pick where really he good. where he actually pressed the he guy, turned well. around, did everything he was supposed to do, caught the interception. Yeah, I mean the big thing with them is is uh, on that defense. I think that a lot of people aren't talking about is when you watched LSU play. Um, Allie Gay made some plays in the backfield, but right. he made those plays in the backfield when they rushed more than four. Uh, rushing four, LSU didn't get to the quarterback at all. Right. So I know that the, the, the solution a lot of people threw out there was we have a rover linebacker and it stops the crossing routes, but they weren't getting any pressure. Yeah. And so I think that that was kind of the concern, like, well, hey, if we do that, sure, it stops this crossing route, but we're putting Evans out there on an island. We're putting uh, injured Ward out there trying to cover a receiver when we're getting no pressure. And I think that's kind of the – the paralysis by analysis that that coach Polini was having that right okay sure I could try to fix this but does that open a hole somewhere else and uh the couple times as you mentioned that you know they batted the ball down or they got to him that's really the only thing that was stopping that play from being a big play right so and I, I have this game 34 to 17 was my prediction I don't see us covering that right now or and if we do that's great but I'm not betting in it. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. my eyeballs saw one thing, and I have to kind of. I'm back into see it to believe it mode, and I need, I need to see it work first before we get to that point. And and I mean, I know I know A and M was garbage and kind of played like garbage, but you know Vanderbilt played them very tough. Right. Um, their de- Vanderbilt's defensive line is not terrible. If we go in conservative and we try to run the ball up the middle, I could see us getting into a, a battle again. And we we put ourselves there, and it's it and it's not as you know big of a blowout as you think it's going to be. Um, I do think we're going to outman them, obviously, and score some points, but there could be a turnover in there too. So I, I 
I don't know. Just need, I'm just very conservative with LSU now. I saw I saw something that I was not expecting to see, and I'm laying off of that right now. Yeah, uh, I agree. I would I would sit back a little bit, see what we do, how we react to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are going to pick a side in that game, I think LSU's the one coming out that's going to be a little crisper to start sure. the game. Um, maybe if you get a favorable first half. Line, yeah, if you if you like just that. are uh, just wanting to bet on the game, yeah, bet on LSU. Um, if hopefully you can get it under 21. Um, that would probably be your best bet. But all right, so this week's picks, let's go through them, and we'll we'll start with me if you want. Um, I have North Carolina State plus thirteen and a half against Pitt. I feel like I've I've had Pitt in every game now. I switched from Syracuse, Pitt and now I'm, I'm Pitt into Pitt. Syracuse. Um, I don't know why this is such a large line against North Carolina State. North Carolina State did not look terrible against Wake Forest. Um, Pitt didn't look great, you know, the last couple of weeks either. So. Right. I don't understand why it's a two touchdown spread. It's just uh, weird. To well, me. last week I don't know if you stayed up, if you were, or if you didn't watch it because of uh, what had happened earlier in the day. North Carolina State got housed by the Hokies. Well, yeah. And so that's Virginia why. Tech, I, that's right. what everybody's. Uh, I, I think, think it's a little Tech, bit of overreaction, but yeah, I, I think, think Virginia Tech's on a different level than than North Carolina State or Pittsburgh or any of those other teams. Yeah. Um, you know, I I see too another game uh, this week. I don't have it on my list, but Clemson Virginia. I want to see if Virginia can. I think that's a, like a four touchdown spread, and I'm thinking if if you were to bet that game, I don't know if I would bet bet Clemson on that. I think Virginia is not bad enough to they can score some points on on Clemson. I don't, I don't know. I'm not betting that game, but those are some teams that are on the upper echelon of the ACC. I think Clemson, Miami, Virginia Tech, Virginia. Those teams are a little bit better. Um, all right, so next I have North Texas minus two against Southern Miss. I have vowed to bet against Southern Miss for the rest of the <laughs> season, I think, until I lose. All right. Um, that probably be this week. Um, Southern Miss is awful. They've given up. Coach well, resigned after the first game. I was game. about to say, coach, coach is gone. Coach resigned after the first game. They just gave up 66 to Tulane. Like, Come on. Like, two points? That's all I'm getting? Uh, I'll take it all day long. I mean, North Texas can I, – I think they could score enough points to get over the top of this team. Um, next, I have – we talked about this a second ago. I have the Ole Miss-Kentucky over 62. Um, I think Ole Miss is bound for a lot of overs this year unless Vegas catches up to it. 62 points to me is – um, a drop in the bucket for an Ole Miss team like this that's going to try to score a lot of points and then play no defense at all. Um, so I can see that game getting probably to a 40 to 30 type type situation. Um, dog of the week, I have Auburn Tigers plus seven and a half. Um, I not only like the seven and a half, I, I liked it at six and a half. But I'll take it at seven and a half all day long, and I actually wouldn't mind throwing a little bit down on a money line on something like this. Um, uh, does Georgia Georgia still play Mathis this week? Nope. They got uh, JT Daniels is cleared. So, all right. uh, and all of a sudden that line just bumped up, and I have don't you, know about this. Have you seen JT Daniels play? Because I have. I've seen way too many JT Daniels games. I've seen some. He's uh, not good. I don't think he's that good. He's not no. good. Um, we had it. We had a, a little text from our buddy Kyle W. We'll, we'll leave Kyle his uh, 
We'll leave his last name That's alone. Right. Uh, Kyle W's feeling himself. He's feeling great. No. Uh, so what Kyle W does, he's a big Georgia Bulldog fan. And when he knows one side or the other, he'll text you and he'll say, hey. He, and he always prefaces by saying, you know I know my team, right? That's how he starts every text message. And he says, um, put everything you got on Auburn plus seven. Like, there ain't no way that that team is good enough to, to stay with, to get over the top of Auburn by that many points. You want the unfortunate story of how JT Daniels' knee injury affected a <laughs> member of my crew? Oh, yes. So we have a uh, Kevin W. We'll leave it okay. at that. Had the first line over in the USC total, total team over. Okay. Right? It's 13. The two score over is, uh, I forgot who USC was playing, maybe Washington or something. And I think it might have been second quarter or something like that. In any case, it's uh, we're at 11. So a field goal wins it. Wins the cashes that ticket. Uh, USC's on the 15-yard line of the opposing team. JT Daniels goes back, gets his leg snapped in half, and fumbles <laughs> the football. <laughs> Washington uh, picks the ball up, kneels it out to end the half. Oh, my gosh. And uh, you could not have had a more freakish play. Uh, as he's falling, he fumbles. No one, no one even hits the ball. He just drops it. He's in such agony about his leg snapping in <laughs> half, which I don't, I don't blame him. Yeah, I would I, do the same thing. But uh, but that you wouldn't have had any thought to cover the ball, Pro probably not. No, not probably okay. not a team player, huh? Not a team player. I never, <laughs> I never made, never played any down of football, and I regularly think about how lucky I am for that. Um, um but yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah. So, not a lot of faith in J T. Daniels. Is not what a lot of faith in J T. Daniels. I okay. I'm with you on that, as you're gonna see. And uh, I mean, last week was awful. Like they had to. They brought in their third stringer, or actually, what? So, what would he be considered? He'd be considered a fourth stringer, basically, because Newman was your first stringer. He's right. gone. Daniels. Daniels is hurt. Mathis was in. Then they benched Mathis for Freeman. I think is what his name was. Some other kid who was a JUCO transfer. <laughs> um, he was awful, and it was like, man, this is off. This is really bad. That I didn't watch the end of the game, and then all of a sudden Georgia pulls away. But um, right, we were busy. Uh, Sobbing. And yeah, we were getting ready I was, for. I was watching the uh, pain that was. Adesanya uh, win a little match, took out Costa. Oh, did you have round. money on that? Oh, of course. <laughs> the last, the last style bender. Anytime he fights, just just put all your money on. Okay, okay. he's a guarantee. Um. All right, let's get to you. All right, I've been so. stalling long enough. You have BC plus 14 and a half. BC plus 14. I went against them last this week. This is on North Carolina, 18, right? But they're playing North Carolina. Okay. I know uh, North Carolina's getting the respect because of Sam Howell. Mm -hmm. They looked great. Uh, well, I say looked great. They looked good last year in a good division, an, an easier division side. Um, we saw them play uh, week one against Syracuse, yeah, and no, they no haven't bueno. played since then. Uh, BC's knocked up two wins. They beat Duke, beat Texas State. So North Carolina's been off for two weeks? Uh, I think so. Wow. It okay. looks, looks that way. And um, so what I would say is I, I think the BC offense is going to hang within two touchdowns. I think they've been they've been playing well enough. I'm by no means thinking I'm p pulling an outright card here or a money line card here, but I think they can hang it within two. 
Yeah, I liked it until last week when they just lost. They won by three against Texas State. Hey, old Texas State, that's a sneaky team in Bobcats, right. baby. Okay. I mean, I saw the the Boston College, um, what, so, was, what was the game? Duke game. Boston Duke College game. Duke game where they just put it on Duke. Um, and it was a different looking Boston College team that I was used to because they spread it out a little bit, played with some confidence. Um, I kind of like this too, but I don't know. I I'm not confident in either team right now, and I think that's more because of that. Tech. I would I would be leaning towards that Boston College line if it wasn't for that Texas State game last week. But all right, so next one you got UCF Tulsa over seventy one. Over seventy one. All right, so a lot th- of points. A lot of points. This season, uh, UCF both games have went over seventy, which includes the Georgia Tech game, which had six turnovers in it by Georgia Tech. Okay. That game would have went over seventy five easy. Over last week was seventy seven with UCF. They covered at seventy nine. Tulsa moves the ball even better than UCF. There's some stat out there, and I, I can't remember the exact uh, number, but used it for a couple of years. When the number is over 73, mm-hmm. that number actually hits, I believe it's over 50% of the time. And that's because the number is on a team that traditionally scores points. Vegas bumps the number up over 70 to get action on the under, mm. and so they inflate the line a little bit here. And I'll throw that uh, that stat out to my boy Ross S. out in Dallas, hmm. um, but that's worked well for us over the years. I, I think we're, I think we're near uh, for the games that I've chosen that about seventy percent. So, so we're, we're going to ride it again this week, and uh, I think Gabriel's UCF's going to score a bunch like of points. I like UCF. I like UCF. And uh, I think Tulsa can. I think Tulsa thought they were going to win that Oklahoma State game and yeah. shelled up a little bit. Yep. Uh, and I think we're going to take the over. So you're looking at like a 10-7 game this week then. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Same as last year, week one, (laughs) took Old Miss and Memphis over, I think it was 66. Uh And uh, that game ended in a 17-10 final. Yeah, oh my gosh. Um, All right, so Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys minus four and a half. Dallas Cowboys minus four and a half. I think the Cowboys. I know two. <laughs> I know uh, just a week ago I said they were done, and then <laughs> I watched them play a very good Seattle Seahawks team. Now I get that they had a ton of injuries, and I get that you know the the secondary. But realistically, if I look at their schedule, every game this year, Dallas has moved the ball. Say mm-hmm. what you will about the Falcons. Right. But they moved the ball in every game, had a little bit of a bonehead and situation. And Dak, Dak is a great fantasy quarterback. Dak, I have him in a couple of weeks. He looked great. He threw it for over 400 yards last week. And I'm just not – I don't know if it's a hangover from last year, but I am not sold on Cleveland. I think they're getting some credit for some wins against some teams that aren't aren't great. Yep. And, you know, they played better in those games. But the Stefanski offense is going to be run the football and make easy throws for Baker. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll be able to do that this week against that Dallas D, even though they have, you know, as we talk about the broken glass twins, Vander Esch and Sean Lee are out. <laughs> but uh, Dallas is used to that. They've been out for five years now. Um, I, I think Dallas wins this game by a touchdown, and so we like the boys. Yeah, and they need some bounce back, it feels like, the Cowboys do a little bit. Um, they kind of run into a – I mean, they had the the Falcons miracle that they won, but I feel like there's a game that they're going to just pull away from a little bit here coming up soon. So, all right, dog of the week, you have Auburn 
Dog plus we have seven Auburn. and a half. That's right. I this is uh, reoccurring theme, and I would say that you know just echo all the things we said earlier. What I was really surprised last week against a a pretty good Kentucky defense. Yeah. Um, yep. It's you know not going to be top in the league or anything, but they had a lot of talent coming back. Um, they moved the ball really well, and um, you know I think they do the same thing this week. So. I'm I'm with uh, Kyle there. I think uh, put what you got on Auburn. Seems like the team is is on him as well. Okay, so let's move over to B Stew. Um, his three pack. He's got Auburn plus seven, and he gave it to his plus seven. I, should we bump it to plus seven and a half? Yeah, or we can we can give him the half. We'll give him the half. Um, so he's also got the Bills minus three. Who are the Bills playing this week? Playing Las Vegas this okay. week at at Buffalo. Uh, on, it's got to be on the road if it's, yeah, plus, if it's minus I, three, I think right? it's at Buffalo. It's at Buffalo. I think so. Oh, man, I like that one a lot. Uh, Buffalo looks very good to me. Josh Allen is – No, uh, at the Raiders. It's, it's, at, at, the Ra- it's, at, it's at Las Vegas. Vegas. Okay. Um, yeah, I think Allen's looked great. He's, uh, he's winning that draft board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know everybody's talked about Sam Darnold and how awesome he is, but I think Josh Allen is – He's doing good. He's he's making Todd McShay more money. I like him a lot, and I think that defense is pretty good. Um, so I like this pick too. Um, Chargers Bucks under forty three. Sheesh. Anything on that? <laughs> I got nothing. I mean, I guess he's uh, thinking that Chargers didn't look great moving the ball. Tampa's going to have to score most of the points themselves. They're going to run the ball, control the offense. Overs are hitting right now, right, in the NFL? Overs are hitting, but I think that this is probably a game that I I could see this being an under. 42-and-a-half is a a low number for a team like like Tampa that scores – uh, pretty easily, but but they're not a uh, you know they're not going to be throwing the ball quite as much around as Seattle or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you look at last week, they played Denver, probably a pretty comparable game. Uh, it was a twenty-eight to ten final. Um, okay, high-scoring game against the Saints, but that's understandable. And Carolina got a couple late touchdowns, uh, and so did Tampa on that. Yeah, game, I so. like Tampa's defense. Um, So if that's the case, then maybe that'll work. Um, He has dog of the week. He's got the Patriots plus seven against the Chiefs. I mean, we already said it. Didn't we already say this? We already said it. I'm not doing it. Not going to bet against Pat Mahomes. I'm not betting against uh, the Chiefs again. Uh, Sorry. Um, If it's anybody who's going to solve that, it's going to be Bill Belichick. But there's just something about Patrick Mahomes right now. He is playing even in that Chargers game against a really good defense. He struggled a little bit. Game on the line, it's it's just got that feeling when Aaron Rodgers was in his prime, Brady's in his prime, Breeze has got the ball at two minutes when he could throw the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to be on the other side of that, that story. So. All right, so those are our picks. Now, we have a bonus pick this week. Old Jackie from uh, One Team, One Podcast wanted to throw his hat in, too, so we'll, we'll talk about his. He has – Auburn plus six and a half. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not only that, but it's also his dog of the week, uh, even at plus six and a half. But we'll say it's seven and a half. He's got under 46 for Navy Air Force. It's not bad. A lot of running the ball. Yeah. And Air Force hadn't played, right? I don't think so, because I do remember the Navy uh, coach was 
a little bit upset that uh, Air Force was allowed to compete in the Commander's Trophy. Basically, they're just playing against Navy and they're playing against Army, that's right. right? That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, under 46. That's interesting for those two teams because a lot of triple option. Uh, so, I hope if you bet that, just hope for um, 19 play drives that last a whole quarter. Probably don't watch it either. Don't watch it. It's gonna and you're gonna be sweating at the end. I can guarantee you for that number. <laughs> All right, he's got he's a little opposite here. He's got Browns plus four and a half. He didn't give me a reasons why. No logic. No logic. Odell. He, he just an Odell fan. Uh, so he's got he's going against you there, Bear. Browns plus four and a half. Well, we may be entering fade the bear territory <laughs> so that's okay we'll see we'll see if there's a bounce back all right so here's a couple other lines for this weekend for nfl and we'll talk about these um we got uh one that's interesting because of burrow uh cincinnati minus two and a half against the jaguars cincinnati zero and two with against the jaguars that's a good spot for a win right minus two and a half i yeah. think so i think that's I think that's a W. If you're going at minus two and a half on something in that game, though, you're expecting that uh, it's going to be a little bit of a shootout, maybe a field goal game. Mm -hmm. um, Bengals are less of a trying-to-tank team. So I guess on, on that kind of game, sure. I probably would, would take a money line on that. You're going to get a little bit better number on that. And you're, you're playing for – the Bengals to win the game anyway. This is not right, a, right. a cover sitch, so that's probably a, a – Here's one I like. Well, I, well, I take back a little bit what I said. You're obviously going to get worse odds on that. but Correct. You're going to get worse odds, but, but yeah, you you won't lose it if it's a one-point game, obviously. Right. Um, Seahawks-Dolphins. It's Seattle minus six-and-a-half against the Dolphins. So I think the, the reason that line is where it is is – uh, Seattle's picking up guys off the street this week for their secondary. Okay. Um, I haven't heard yet if Jamal Adams is going to play. Um, but at the end of the day, you're telling me that do I think Russell Wilson is going to outduel Ryan Fitzpatrick more than six points? <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So that's a. I know what that is. That's a sucker bet. That's a, oh, we're not understanding that uh, the secondary is out and Carson is, is banged up. But, I mean, we're talking about the Dolphins here. I mean, they, they play the Patriots tough because they always play the Patriots tough. But I don't. I still think that team doesn't have a lot of weapons, doesn't have a lot of talent. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a Seattle pick right there. Well, I heard this one today, too. So this will be um, Atlanta, Green Bay, over 56 and a half. Over 56 and a half. Whew. Um, I mean, uh, the public's going to be heavy on that over. Um, so I could see, I mean, really the question is, how good is uh, the Falcons' uh, offense against that Green Bay defense? And mm -hmm. Zadarius Smith, can they block him? Um, yeah. But realistically, the Falcons have still moved the ball. They just can't hold a lead. Right. And uh, Green Bay moved the ball pretty good without Devontae Adams against a Saints defense that is uh, much better than the Falcons defense. Yeah. We keep saying that. Maybe one week we'll finally wake up and realize Saints defense isn't that good. But they're better <laughs> than the Falcons D. And um, from what the Falcons have been doing, I know why that that is going to be a heavily bet. Uh, probably Falcons 
uh, side and also maybe an under mm -hmm. because it's going to be heavy public the other way. Right. Um, but that's something uh, I might would go under there, but it's that's a close one. You could be sweating that one. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to switch over to the college side, and I'll tell you a few games that I was looking at on the college side that I didn't put on my picks, but still looking at these things. Um, I like Baylor minus two and a half against West Virginia. Uh, I thought Baylor looked like they came out with a lot. I know, I know they played Kansas, but they came out with a lot of confidence. Uh, West Virginia was a side that I did bet on last week, and I thought they could, I thought they could uh, cover a little bit more than they did against Oklahoma State, who also didn't look good previous week. Um, so I'm, I feel like I'm playing catch up every week. Like I keep, I keep playing behind on what I just saw. Um, but I like Baylor minus two and a half. I just think they look like the more put together team. Um, and they were playing with a lot of juice, man. I, that's one of the things that I'm looking at this year is who's playing with energy, uh, LSU, Mississippi state, who played with energy on Saturday, Mississippi state, like uh, that's the team that's going to have the winning side. Look, I'm looking at the North Carolina state Pittsburgh. It's gone up to 14 now. I had it at 13 and a half. It's up to 14, Pittsburgh. What's going on? All right. So um, that's, that's one of my – that's one of those, uh, what are you guys seeing in Boston College? That's my – that's going to be the uh, my on my tombstone. What did you guys see in Boston College? Um, that was from week one. Um, also, I, have, I see Texas Tech, Kansas State over 63 and a half. Texas State – I mean, Texas Tech has been uh, – Scoring a lot of points, giving up a lot of points, shootouts left and right. Uh, that could be one to watch for a, an over situation yeah. um, for sure. Um, Alabama, Texas A&M. Texas A&M looked awful. This is minus 19. I could see Alabama putting their thumb on Texas A&M. What, what do you think about uh, a similar game? Just saw 623 passing yards playing Arkansas this week at 17 minus 17 I don't like it um and I'll tell you why I I don't know how much of that was our defense and our defensive backs um making them look so good um I don't see like a Dak Prescott situation where all of a sudden Mississippi State is like really good and it was hard to tell from that one game and now he's really good I don't see that happening with Mississippi State I think it was that bad of a performance from us. Um, so I would have to wait and see. And Arkansas played that. That was another team. They played like they were wanting to play against Georgia. They were the one that had the juice against Georgia. Georgia put it to them in the second half. But that was a game, man. They, uh, Georgia didn't didn't look good against that team. And I, I'd have to see what their defense could do against Mississippi State a little bit. I, I don't like the line. I think there's too much on uh, Mississippi State right here that – I don't know. I, I agree with that. I think it's going to be a little bit of overreaction on public. It is interesting that number's at 17 right now. Um, if it was around a touchdown, obviously it would be hammered at, at state. So I think that's probably an appropriate line. But I was just curious kind of what we were thinking there. And it stayed at 17 all week. Yeah. So that's one of those where uh, when a line comes out like that, doesn't move, it's, it's one of those fishy like – Hey, we're trying to put it out there. A couple years back, it was Michigan State had been playing well a couple weeks in a row. Ohio State had been struggling. It's a 14-point line. Everybody's like, what is going on? Holds it. 
all week. Ohio State wins by 35. So hmm. I think it's one of those situations where everybody saw they're watching LSU, defending national champions. They see 620 yards. They didn't really watch the Georgia game, and they're saying, oh, man, Arkansas, they're terrible. Um, yeah, this is a hammer state all day. This is where this is where our boys in the desert are going to make a little money back, I think, this week on this game. I agree. Um, here's a line I like. Uh, we just talked about this, too. Virginia Tech minus 12.5 against Duke. Uh, we've seen Duke a couple of times now. I got a little, I got a little insider information. Oh, here me. we go, Bear. So we'll see how my sources are. Your sources <laughs> were better um, than mine last week. I had a source out there in the great state of Texas that said uh, Callan Mon was going to opt out of yes, the season. Yes, I heard. Yeah, we, we but, uh, threw that out there. That didn't, that didn't happen. Um, so I got a source that said potentially. He basically should have opted out, right? He, he should have opted out. He looked <laughs> awful. Uh, I've got a source, uh, won't name my sauces, that said uh, basically potentially the Virginia Tech secondary uh, may be uh, decimated with COVID. Really? And so now I don't know if Duke can throw the ball at all, but it's one of those situations where take a look at that, wait and see what it is on the board, see if maybe you can catch some news before your uh, your book what, adjusts. What, do you think that you're yeah? Do you think you're going to see that line go down if that's the case? If it's at twelve and a half, maybe go down to ten and a half. Uh, yeah, for sure. And I think the thing to to say there is realistically it's all going to be on the fact that the Virginia Tech offense still it's moves still the ball score right so for sure at the 12 and a half number really what I would say there is I would wait to see what that number drops to if it stays above 10 and a half might would hold off but if it drops at 10 maybe a little lower mm -hmm. if that news is true uh, then you might can get the Hokies there at a little bit cheaper price um, if you want to go with the favorite what do you think about this um Oklahoma minus seven and a half against Iowa State. Um, obviously, what happened to Oklahoma last week, maybe that's a, this is a bounce back, put it on them. We've seen Iowa State a little bit here. Can Iowa State score against Oklahoma? Uh, not that Oklahoma's got some great defense or anything. Um, just looking for a big bounce back here. And if I could get that number under seven, I'd, I'd really take that. For I, sure. I, I, didn't think, think, I don't think you're going to see these, this kind of point spread sure. on Oklahoma. I think I think Lincoln Riley is similar to what we talked about earlier with Coach O. Team loses a game because they're not focused. The next week they come out and really look crisp and look good in the game. As you said, I still think the defense is, uh, I mean, just is what it is. It's been this way for all these years. Yep. They're not going to, uh, as Bart Scott said, stop a <laughs> nosebleed. But um, but I think they, they're going to score a lot this week. We saw that the offense for Iowa State and Purdy and that team, they're just not quite clicking on all cylinders. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's a good number, like you said, especially if you can get it done over a touchdown. Mm -hmm. That line's been plummeting, which is, you know, kind of throwing that, hey, some money's been going the other way on it. Um, but I still like that. Another one that I think I like uh, an underdog on this is um, UT San Antonio. Um, they're playing this week um, against, uh, let's see, I saw this line earlier, against UAB. Now, UAB is a talented team. They're coming back with a lot. 
Um, but UTSA's look better on the year, and they're getting 20 and a half. Okay. So uh, if you've got that number at 21, might would take that three touchdowns. Uh, UTSA played a good game. They beat Texas State. Yep. Um, they, you know, they played. Seems, seems like everybody's playing uh, Stephen F. Austin uh, in sort of a little middling game there. Um, UAB looked hung tough with Miami. Looked good last week against South Alabama, uh, but didn't quite look as good in their other games. So I think those teams are maybe a ten point difference, and you're getting three touchdowns there. Uh, so I would maybe put some on the Roadrunners. I like that. Um, and do we have a minor update? Minor nation. Minor update? nation update. The miners actually don't play this. They're week. off this week. They're off this week, but they did. We hit, get, we hit that. One. They did get a W last week. Um, and so Minor Nation proud. Man. Orange and blue. Next game, That's next right. week, we'll have another Minor Nation update for you. UTEP Minor Nation UTEP Minor sponsored Nation. by Bear Process, Process Safety. Safety. That's right. Uh, anybody out there in the UTEP Properties Department, hit me up. I mean, we got a TV guy here. Coal mining? I coal, mean, that's right. That's a uh, big, big, that's their big Process Safety guys. That's, that's right. A lot of safety in coal mining. As we all know, traditionally, that's really what coal mining is about is safety. Yeah. Um, and, you know, clean air, energy. No casualties. Yeah. That's black lung, def- all that kind of stuff. Definitely. Um, all right. Good deal. We got our picks in. I'm going to post all these guys. Uh, be on the lookout for them this week. Um, special thanks to Bear Process Safety, Adam Barry. Appreciate you joining me in studio, my friend. Always. Always. Um, B-Stew. We're going to get B-Stew on. And I'm going to post... Uh, myself, Bears, and Beastu's picks, along with Jack's picks from One Team on Podcast. We'll post all those uh, this afternoon. You be on the lookout, guys, and don't forget. Everybody don't, don't got a prize. Nothing better. Everybody's Hold gonna pay. Cause the million dollar man. Cost a lot, but I'm the million dollar man, and you will be bought. Everybody's gonna pay Cause the million dollar man Always gets his way
a lot.